In today's episode, we discuss the barrier that is between you and a life of excellence. Stay tuned if you find your results continually reverting back to average. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. This is Tom Herman, and I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a great week. And whatever time you're listening this morning, afternoon, or evening, I hope your day is going well. So have a fun show today. And fun because it was just kind of a recent realization that I had in regards to a personal story of me working out. And I've been pursuing this goal of getting into um, better shape or increasing my fitness. And so I recently hired a coach. And this was maybe, I'm maybe about 40, 45 days in. So a little over a month ago, I hired this coach because I was overweight, had let go of my fitness and just really felt prompted like, hey, I need to take care of this. I need to set the example for my kids. I need to get in a physical, you know, getting a physical condition that I'm proud of. And and I can honor my body by like taking care of it, you know, truly believing that my body is a temple, like the Bible says. And so I'm honoring God's temple that he has given me. So over that span of time, the last 30, 45 days, I have this diet plan. I have these exercises. I've been really faithful and I've started to see these great results. I've stuck to the diet plan, been pretty um, disciplined in that area. And last week, there were like two or three days where I found myself either just like eating the leftovers of my kids' plates. So it'd be like bites of their pizza. I would eat, like finish their pancakes, something very small. I wasn't having like these huge binge meals, but it happened like one or two days in a row. And I started to think like, what is happening here? Like, like why, why am I having these these bites or why am I, why am I doing this? It's like, I'm seeing results. I'm going in the direction. I'm pursuing excellence in the way I desire. And I'm on track and like, I'm subtly like self-sabotaging those results. And what I realized is that like my mind was like subtly pulling me back to the average because 30, 30 days ago, 45 days ago, I was in this place where I was kind of below where my comfort zone was or my average was when it came to my health and fitness. So it's like, oh, I need to do something. And so I move in this direction and I actually have moved past a point where I'm now well above that average, right? And so my brain is like subtly pulling me back down to a place where I'm comfortable. And so I was thinking like, this is interesting. This is fascinating to me because I think our brains, well, I know our brains are doing this all the time. Our brain is continually pulling us back into this comfort zone and it's comfortable with, with what it knows. So as I was talking about this with Katie and she basically made a, this profound concept or comment that she said, where you're going with your health and your fitness and your body, like is such an unknown to your brain. It's such an unknown to your mind. There's so much uncertainty around it. And so it feels comfortable with where it is now, but it's like subtly 
sabotaging that because it wants to stay away from that level of excellence. So I was sitting here thinking like, why, why do I straddle this line of being above average and being excellent? And sometimes I'll cross over into excellence and then come back down. And it's this concept that my mind, my brain wants to stay in the comfort zone. So I want to share this episode and kind of talk through some things because if you're having difficulty breaking through to like a new level of excellence and you find yourself just kind of picking it up when you get too low and kind of easing it off when you get too high, like stay with me because here's the thing that when we subtly self-sabotage to like move back into the comfort zone, we'll never truly live into the potential that God has given us. We'll never truly become that person that he has created us to be because it's our comfort zone is where our brain knows that it will survive and it will survive in the most efficient way because our brain is designed to conserve energy. You may not know this about our brain, but our brain consumes about 20% of all the energy that we take in through food. The brain uses about 20% of that. And so because energy is so important to the brain, it's looking for ways to be efficient. And it's, it's looking for ways to create habits where it doesn't have to spend energy thinking about things. And so it creates these neural pathways that help us conserve energy. And so the brain is automatically predisposed to creating a comfort zone just so it can operate in efficiency and conserve the energy. The other thing that our brain is doing is, so it's trying to conserve energy. The other thing our brain is doing is keep us safe. So it's like we're designed, our brain is designed to help us survive. And the best way that it helps us survive is to avoid danger. And so our brain's threat, threat response system works according to that design to help us avoid danger. So when you think about this, any new thing that is has uncertainty, like a new place that like I'm going in my fitness or a new place that you're going in your business, something uncertain, the brain receives that as a threat. And that primal fear of the unknown is awakened. And so it naturally wants to retreat back to that comfort zone because the survival instinct is saying, this is where I'm safe. This is where I know you'll stay alive because we've been alive for such a long period of time being in this operating in this comfort zone. So we're going to revert back to this. And so here's the thing that when you stay inside your comfort zone, because think about, I'll say this, think about what naturally happens when you do have the uncertainty or when you do have something new and your brain is kind of operating outside of that comfort zone. There's, there's feelings of stress, right? You start to feel anxious, and your brain is wanting to keep you safe. It's wanting to preserve energy. It doesn't want to solve those problems. So when we have those feelings, when we have that stress, when we have the anxiety, when we have fear, we want to go back to our comfort zone to stay safe, to preserve energy. And when we stay in our comfort zone, we'll always produce the results that we've always gotten. So if you want excellent results, you're going to have to move outside of your comfort zone and train your mind, train your brain to be able to respond effectively when it naturally wants to revert back to the comfort zone. 
Because when you stay in your comfort zone, you're essentially depriving your brain of that exercise of being comfortable outside of that zone and learning new things because it needs it needs that to be healthy. It needs that resistance to stay healthy for the long term. So if you another negative impact is if you stay in your comfort zone for a long period of time, your brain can kind of just waste away. And when you refuse to engage with the unknown of your daily life, it actually weakens your brain's capacity to do what it needs to do in a time of crisis. So there are a lot of benefits to like just even practically getting out of your comfort zone and developing your training your brain to do those types of things. And we'll talk about that in some of here later on in the show. But I want to just kind of hone in on a little bit about I know you have a desire to lead a life of excellence and you want to lead a life that brings glory to God. Now think about this. Those two have to exist together. I guess they don't have to exist together, but when they do exist together, you become magnetic for God's kingdom. Because we all want to be fit. We all want to be healthy. We want to succeed at what we put our hands, you know, we all want what we put our hand to to prosper. We want to be a positive influence on those around us. And so we can't shy away from excellence. Because when we live in excellent results, we posture and position ourselves to be a testimony for the kingdom. So, for example, I grew up playing basketball and was a big basketball fan. You know, growing up, I knew all the players and I knew all the teams and would follow all the, the storylines. And here's something that I've noticed. You take any sport, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, or, or any area any arena in life. And the heroes in that arena are the ones who reach excellence. In the basketball world, people wanted to be Michael Jordan. People wanted to be Kobe Bryant. People want to be LeBron James. They know their names because those are the most excellent. Those are the people who produce the most excellent results in the field. They have influence because of their excellent results. And so as you being a person who wants to have a life that brings glory to God and you desire to have excellent results, because I believe that that's truly just innate in us, that that's put inside of us. When you have the two, when the two come together, you become magnetic and become a platform, position yourself, posture yourself to share about what God has done for your life and to share the hope and share about God's kingdom. And you get to become that influence and bring hope to others. And so when you think about pursuing excellence, a life of excellence begins with training your mind. As we talked about, you have to understand that your brain is always gonna come back to this comfort zone. It's like a thermostat, right? If you get too far outside of that comfort zone or start pushing the limits, it's gonna bring you back down to the set temperature. If you get too far below, almost like it's too cold, then it's going to warm up the room to bring it back to that temperature. So a thermostat is designed to keep the environment consistent. If it gets too hot, we're going to cool it down and bring it, bring it back to where it needs to be. If it gets too cold, we're going to warm it up to bring it back to where it's comfortable and where it needs to be. And your mind is doing that. 
because it wants to be in that place that conserves energy and keeps you safe. So here are a few practical ways which you can do to just train your mind and push the limits on your mind to help get out of that comfort zone, or at least maybe increase the temperature. If we want to stick with the thermostat analogy, increase the temperature at which you're adjusting to. So if you're if you want higher results and you're kind of wanting to stay in that zone, you need to keep pushing yourself to a higher, higher limit. So one way, a very practical way is to just simply read more. Because as I've studied the brain, there is no limit at which our brain can gather and attain knowledge. There's, it's called neuroplasticity. It's always changing. And so the more information you bring in, the more you read, the more you learn, the more you're prepared to handle unknown situations, the more you condition your brain, you condition your mind to work through problems or to think critically and to get outside of your normal comfort zone of thoughts or something. When something challenges your thoughts, if, if you're super critical about it and you're not able to look at the different areas or to evaluate it for if it's beneficial or not, if you're just stuck in your ways, you haven't trained your brain in an efficient way to like think outside of that comfort zone. You're just staying in those activities. You want to, second way is to just kind of stretch your brain with new activities. That can be a new hobby. That can be a new skill. Because the more you create these new neural pathways, when you're learning something, it opens up your brain and kind of boosts its ability to efficiently process new information. So if you haven't done something new, if you haven't learned a new skill, that's another way to kind of stretch the capacity in your brain because it's going to stress it. It's going to require it to use some energy, but it's also going to help it be conditioned to like get outside of that comfort zone so that you can get the excellent results that you desire. And a third practical step into pursuing excellence is that break, break down the process to a step-by-step -step process if you can, because sometimes a big new change can be so overwhelming and paralyzing that your brain won't even start. So if you break it down into actionable steps, it helps your brain kind of occupy like the task that's right in front of it. And so steps are smaller than the whole task, which produces a smaller threat, right? Because if you're like, oh, I want you to go start a million dollar company, man, that's a huge task. I don't even know how to start a million dollar company. But if the first step is, hey, go do some research on this specific industry and see who are already winning in that space. Well, that's a manageable task. That feels like such a smaller threat and easier to tackle than just going to create a million dollar business. So those three practical ways that you can train your mind to kind of get outside that comfort zone, to go pursue results of excellence, is just read more, which is just gathering knowledge, stretch your brain with new activities, perhaps a new hobby or a new skill, and if something's overwhelming, build a plan and break it down step by step so that your brain receives a smaller stress response or a threat response because you're just taking one step at a time. Now, here's the thing, that if you train your brain to be more responsive in these times where it feels like there's a threat or to move outside of your comfort zone, putting a little pressure on yourself actually enhances your memory, creativity, and your focus. It all contributes to keeping your mind sharp and good working condition for a longer period of time. So think about that. If, you, if you're able to lead a life of excellence and keep your mind sharp, that allows you to live longer or to have a be sharper longer from with your mind and to be able to 
transfer the wisdom that you've occurred in life and to influence more people. So it's got to set you on an assignment to serve others, training your brain and stressing it at times, putting a little pressure on it is actually going to help you do that for a longer period of time. The other thing is that when you're training your brain and conditioning it to be able to respond to certain threat responses that push you outside of your comfort zone, you become very adaptable. And I'll tell you, the most flexible person wins in whatever you're doing, because the key to survival in the world is being able to change and evolve to what is happening. If you look at in 2020, when COVID came, there were a lot of people that went out of business because they were unable to adapt, unable to evolve. But those who did, it was like one of their best years in business ever. So it's up to us to give our brain that extra push to learn how to become adaptable. And we need to expose our brain to the stress of learning new things little by little and train it how to handle these stressful situations. Because the more you're willing to challenge yourself, the better your brain gets at resolving these unexpected stressful situations. So once again, I like to think of it as you're kind of maybe expanding your comfort zone. You're expanding the capacity. So if maybe your comfort zone is, you know, like a five by five space, for example, just to use like you're in a, let's say your comfort zone is like this room and it's a five by five room. As you learn these new skills and stretch your brain, you're kind of expanding that room, right? It's now maybe a seven by seven room or a 10 by 10 room where you're now able to have more capacity in these situations that come up that may be unexpected don't create that same threat response because you now have more capacity. You become more adaptable. And the other thing too is that, as I mentioned earlier, the brain doesn't differentiate between positive and negative changes. So any change is a potential threat to your brain. And so when you're practicing and training your brain how to respond in situations of change, you're actually allowing yourself to make the necessary positive changes that lead to a life of excellence. For example, you can start a diet plan and know that you're not going to self-sabotage it. Like I'm talking about, like I started my workout and it's like I'm subtly noticed these self-sabotage moments. But as I've done thought work around like, oh, what's happening here? And I got really curious. I could see and identify that, no, this is my brain trying to adjust the environment, bring the thermostat back down to normal. And so when you're in this moment, when you have these, when you're making these positive changes, it becomes easier for you to kind of mitigate that threat response. And you can identify what you're doing when you are practicing breaking out of that comfort zone. So putting some stress on that comfort zone, putting some stress on your brain, like I said, allows you to have a better memory, has have more creativity, focus, it allows you to be more adaptable and it allows you to, to make it easier for you to mitigate those threat responses because you've conditioned your brain and you train those brain. And when you do that and when you push after these results, you're more inclined to lead a life of excellence that brings glory to the kingdom of God and succeed in your assignment, which is going to ultimately serve a lot of people. So hopefully you found this information valuable. Please rate the show, subscribe, and or leave a review. The ratings and review help make the show better as well as help get more exposure so we can help more people. Now remember, 
Everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people, and be blessed. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic. So I went ahead and created a life purpose roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF, Life Purpose Roadmap, at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also, for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.